Hi everyone and welcome to My Unfiltered Twenties. A podcast about the ups and downs, highs and lows and realities of life in your twenties. By me, Abby Parker. And me, Lucy Martin. Before we get into this week's episode, we do have a few very exciting announcements. So you can now follow us on even more social media platforms. After after becoming obsessed with it during this lockdown, this afternoon I set up a TikTok account for the podcast. So you can find us on TikTok at Unfiltered Twenties Podcast, and we'll be doing a lot of cool stuff on there, as I now have a lot of time on my hands. Um, I did a little thing earlier about why you should listen to our podcast. So hello if you've found us from TikTok. I've also set up a Facebook page for anyone that still uses Facebook, which you can find if you just search My Unfiltered Twenties on Facebook. Um, we just want to say thank you for listening to us every week. Um, we're getting more listeners, so shout out to our growing audience <laughs> in America and Germany. Whee! That one German fan, we see you. We see, we see you. you. <laughs> we see you snooping. <laughs> also, we're going to be looking for guests soon, so if you're in your 20s and you'd like to come on the podcast to talk about literally anything, please drop us a message or email us at myunfilteredtwenties at gmail.com. This week, we thought we would talk... Um, a lot about mental health as well as our usual breakdown of everything we've been watching and enjoying um we're going to be discussing the importance of raising awareness for mental health why you should talk to you talk to your friends about it and ways of looking after your mental health and what we're taking into the second lockdown as coping strategies from the first we'll also be ending on a lot of positive things that have emerged towards the end of 2020 that we can look forward to isn't it nice to have something to look forward to for once I know, I can't believe it, what turnaround. <laughs> um, we also thought it would be a good idea to raise awareness for November, seeing as it's almost halfway through the month. So if you head over to our Instagram, and I'll also be sharing it on our Facebook and Twitter pages, we heard from one of my good friends from home, Rob, and my boyfriend Ollie, who have both taken part in November, about why it's so important for men to talk about mental and physical health. We'll be leaving um, their links to donate below and just some general places to find support if you're struggling. So let's get started. <laughs> so how was your week, Abby? What have you been up to and what have you been listening to, watching, all the usual stuff? Okay, so are you ready? Mm-hmm. Stop me if I ramble. Okay. So the first thing, the iconic thing that I've been watching and listening to mm-hmm. is Doja Cat's EMA performance nice. of <laughs> the rock version of Say So. <laughs> now, I lost my mind when I watched this I was literally sat with my hands over my face because I couldn't this is so dramatic <laughs> listen so there's ra- some random times right it's not even random there's just specific things that randomly will trigger me into like like the same state that I was in when I was like a one direction fangirl in at age like 14 mm-hmm. randomly I'll just get that feeling of like <gasps> because I just stand so hard yeah. and this was one of those moments um it was incredible <laughs> it was it was like she was like I don't even know like it was all spooky and mm-hmm. her like guitar players were werewolves and she was like in a field in like this like ripped wedding dress and I was like wow she really did that I mean it was her stylist but like <laughs> her team did that <laughs> Um, and we're just going to pretend that the instrumental wasn't stolen from someone else. We're just going to pretend that well, didn't happen. Well, was it though? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't actually listened to the like mm-hmm. the guys, the guy that's claiming it's stolen. Mm-hmm. 
so I don't I cannot confirm if it's similar <laughs> but thanks for your extra opinion <laughs> yeah I come with the facts guys um <laughs> as much as I love Doja Cat I I don't think she's the one that wrote the instrumental no. like I don't think she came up with the rock version of say so so um I'm not gonna blame her for this as a good stan wouldn't you know mm-hmm. um also what i've been listening to is positions by ariana grande see this is a lot on tiktok they use this on oh, so many videos so i've heard bits of it from that well i think the biggest well the two biggest songs obviously the one with toshika obviously which is actually really good motive it's kind of it's very doja when I listened to it, I was like, oh, this is good. Because I didn't realise, because I was just playing it. I hadn't looked through the album before I started playing it. And then I was like, is that the Queen herself? <laughs> On an Ariana Grande song? This is incredible. Um, and then the other one that's really big is 34 plus 35, right? Mm. Um, do you know how it embarrassingly long it took me to be like, why 34 and 35? I don't know. Do you... Do you <clears throat> It's because it adds up to 69. <laughs> <laughs> I would never have got that if you hadn't told me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, at the end, she says it. Okay. And it, like when, when it's fading away, mm-hmm. you know, when she does her little like, yeah, <laughs> like all that. <laughs> um, so that's good. I really like the song Obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and 6.30, I really like. So those are my favourites of the album. I think it's good. I, the first time I listened to it, the first like two or three times I listened to it, I was like, it's nothing special. Because I don't think it's... The thing is, the last album, Thank You Next, right, mm-hmm. was just so iconic. It was just yeah. such... At the time, you couldn't escape it, right? It's it hard everywhere. to live up to that, isn't it? Exactly. It was so huge. And all the music videos did so well that this just hasn't... This just isn't in your face like Thank You Next was. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it hasn't got the same iconic status. Don't you think as well, though, because we're not going out to clubs and stuff, a lot mm. a lot of, like, I mean, I haven't really listened to the new album that much, but a lot of those sort of, like, albums and artists aren't getting as much, um, like, mm. popularity and stuff, are they? Because that's what you hear in the clubs normally. That is true. That is true. Because I feel like Motive would would possibly be a club tune. Um, so yeah, that is true, but, um, I feel like now that's been replaced with TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's big on TikTok, it's big. That is true, yeah. Which is why Doja Cat is so successful, because it's, it does actually kind of irritate me, because I'm not, a hu- I'm not hugely into TikTok, but I feel like I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I've kind of been delaying the inevitable yeah, obsession. Yeah, I agree. But, like, when, the, the Hot Pink, her album, mm. Doja's album, is like it's it's just been like the one year anniversary of it being released. So I was I remember listening to that on like every time I got on the bus to go to or from uni last year, like first term, I was listening to Hot Pink, <laughs> and then like four months later, suddenly everyone's like, "Why don't you sit?" And I'm like, "No, I'm like, no, 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no. It's not even the best song on the album. It's so upsetting that that's." It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. <laughs> it's so upsetting that she's known for like the fourth best song on the album. Mm. 
anyway. Do you know what I keep getting on my YouTube suggested? It's that video that you make me watch, you and Alex make me watch over and over again, where she's a snake and she's in the car. Rules? Yeah. Her best music video. Yeah, but I keep getting it over and over again suggested to me because you and Alex have made me watch it that much. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Also, I've been listening to May Muller's new EP, which is Mm. good. Again, I was like, it's not standout, but now that I've listened to it a few times, it's like pretty incredible. Um, Only eight songs. Mm. And so... HFBD, Happy Something Birthday, right? was like the single, so that has like a music video and stuff, which is kind of her classic like uh, FU breakup song, mm-hmm. right? But then there are a few little love songs on. Um, and then the most iconic song is Nail So Long. She's basically like, I'm sorry. She's basically like, I'm sorry for my nails, nails got in the way, like, blah, blah, blah. It's like kind of like... <laughs> Okay. I don't even know. I can't even remember the lyrics, but I remember thinking like this is a good one. And then the last song, Work Like That, is like literally a, um, what's she called? Dua Lipa copy. Mm. It's exactly, she even sounds like Dua Lipa in the song. Oh my God. So if you like Dua Lipa, check that song out because it's identical. So what about you? What have you been, what have you been up to? Um... Well, I haven't really listened to many new artists. I've I've been listening to like Haim still and Taylor mm-hmm. Swift again because <laughs> I'm trying to manifest the time when Folklore came out again. Um, mm. And then I started watching a new TV series on Netflix. I think it only came out this week because it's like Christmassy. I'm really mm-hmm. getting in the Christmas spirit early this year because what what else is there to do, you know? Um, mm. Mm-hmm. And it, I remember when I was really into, like, 14-year-old me was really into young adult books. There was always, like, these books that everyone on Tumblr would read. And one of them, I never read it, but it was called, like, Dash and Lily's Book of Dares. And then All right. I saw on Netflix that there's a new series called Dash and Lily. So I was like, oh, I guess it's the... They've just made it into a TV series. Mm-hmm. So I started it last night and it is literally, like, so wholesome, Christmassy. It's cute. It's just, like... Oh, really? It, I think it's, like... For 12-year-olds, but we'll move past that. Love that. Um, it's just, like, wholesome, good vibes. So mm-hmm. I think I'll probably finish that by the end of this weekend because I don't think there's many episodes. But if you're looking for, like, a Christmas watch that isn't one of the awful Netflix Christmas prints films or whatever, you know, I tried to watch... I've never seen them. Yeah. And I tried to watch a Christmas prints the other day and I actually had to turn it off because it was so bad. The Netflix ones? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the urge to watch them. <laughs> They're so bad. The acting's awful as well. You know, the Vanessa Hudgens that. ones as well. Oh right, I no, I the Christmas seen them. Switch or something. That's called. Cool. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> I know they're so bad. So, yeah, if you're looking for something a bit better than them, um, but yeah, I haven't really been doing much. I've just been. This week's been a lot of because it's reading week for us. For anyone that like doesn't go to uni, basically reading week mm. is like half term. Um, for you, not me. Oh, oh, yeah. For, I'm still, I'm still struggling. For humanity students, at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's been a lot of master's application stuff this week. I went to an open evening last night, which was kind of weird, like a virtual one. Mm. And it was just kind of chaotic because there was all these sort. It was kind of like a Twitch thing, 
not on Twitch, but it was like Twitch vibes, and it was all these channels. Right. I think I'm, no, I'm thinking of Discord. I mean Discord. Oh, okay, okay. And there were all these like channels, and yet like for the different courses, and there was like a general one, yet to like go between. But people were just sending in hundreds of messages, and they were struggling to keep up with them, so it was kind of chaotic. But I guess oh hopefully, like, get to actually look around at some point before next year. Yeah. But I don't know; it was weird. And then I feel like masters applications are just so different to like UCAS. Oh no, really? I haven't even started yet because I just can't. I'm like, I need to like get some more of the term done before I can right. like switch my focus you know yeah it's just weird I feel like UCAS took up like so much time and UCAS was like a focus of the whole of like year 13 at the start but this yeah. isn't as intense and like it's I don't feel like it's as like heavy but then I'm just like should it be like I don't know it's kind of stressful but yeah have you written like a personal statement and stuff well for the magazine journalism course that I'm looking at it's you have to do a 250-word interview with somebody. and then What does that mean? Exactly. What, like, talking? Well, yeah. Oh. Well, no, no. So it's like it's like you have to write write a 250-word article based on an interview with somebody. Oh, I With see. somebody interesting, it says. <laughs> so. Right. That was a struggle. Um, I emailed so many, like, people and places to try and find somebody. Mm-hmm. And I won't say who it is in case someone steals my idea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um and then it's like a 200 or 250 word like personal statement about why you want to do the course but that's really not that much is it that's not that much so I'm not really sure what I'm gonna say for that I had to upload my a-level certificates for the application I don't know where they are no that's it I was like what I literally from the depths of my wardrobe found my a-level certificates but I just thought oh, that no. was such an odd request I guess it makes sense, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. Now I'm getting... No, but but that was... For the newspaper course, you didn't have to. It was only for the magazine one, so I guess for most, you don't have to. Right. I would imagine for yours, they probably don't care that much because it's more just... Like, if you did a psychology one, they'd more just care about, like, your degree transcript and your A-levels, if you get me. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, because there's, um... The only master's course I found that I've been like, oh, yeah, that looks like something that I'd find really interesting is this one at UCL called um, Human-Machine Interaction. Ooh. Basically, one of the modules I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. But, like, they said to apply, you have to have whatever grade in a degree in either psychology, Mm -hmm. computer science, or ergonomics. And I was like, they're similar but also so different yeah so I'm like am I if I get in right am I then gonna be sat around with a room full of people that have all done computer science no. so then they're coding stuff and then I don't no because they wouldn't know? put psychology on the list if they didn't think it was good enough to get on the course yeah and I do have an A level under my belt exactly you'd have more computer knowledge science. than like somebody else who does psychology that doesn't have computer science word and your dad did ergonomics didn't yeah. he yeah well this is the thing because in this module that I'm doing at the moment called Exploring Minds but it's like the possibility of machines having minds and stuff Mm -hmm. at the moment and it's all this really complicated stuff about um, computer networks and stuff and I'm like I don't know how I would have been able to deal with this and cope with this and understand it if I hadn't done a computer science A level Mm. so some of the people I'm like 
some people must be so lost because if it hadn't been for that, I would have no clue yeah. what's going on right now. That's you know? good that you have that, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, thanks. Mm. <laughs> also, just wanted to mention, I don't know whether anyone's seen, but McDonald's are bringing out a plant chef range. Yeah. Which well, I'm... no, but have you seen what they've done because of, like, lockdown stuff? Just before lockdown, did you see what no. McDonald's had the audacity to do? No. Remove all vegetarian... <gasps> The you know the what's what's it called the veggie supreme yeah right? that's the burger my sister gets mm-hmm. and there's like a spicy version and it's like the only vegetarian burger that they have yeah and they're like sorry we're not doing that at the moment well what are you supposed like, to we eat went, if you're a vegetarian she had then? chips and an ice cream no that's and a that's so bad I know I was like how can you just remove so I think th- that's why they remove them right because then they've announced no. this plant chef range. But, like... Are they not going to carry on doing all that stuff, though? Like, I thought it would be extra, not instead, like... Exactly. I was like, so for the last two months, vegetarian people haven't been able to get a McDonald's. That's really bad. I know. So there was me (laughs) tucking into my chicken selects and she was there with chips (laughs) and a McFlurry. That's so sad. I'm I'm glad I didn't go. I was going to go the other day and I'm really glad I didn't go now because I would have got chicken. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially looks... once you're there and you've seen it and I you've know, smelled it and you need to get it. it. Smell, whatever. Smell. <laughs> it looks kind of interesting as well. I can't remember exactly what they said they're going to do. But. Should I have a look? I think it's a moving mountains beef burger, which, you know, that's the one they do at the Clarendon, which I like. Oh, okay. But I don't know what chicken stuff. I think they said they're doing fake chicken as well. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, because I, I used to quite like the veggie wrap as well, so I feel like they need to bring back that stuff rather than just getting rid of it and having this. Yeah, well, I'm not sure about if they um, got rid of the veggie wraps, but, like, if you've only got one vegetarian burger on the menu... Because yeah. Maddie was like, you've taken... <laughs> she was she was really tricky. <laughs> she was like, they've taken away the veggie supreme, but they've just bought in those, like, new... Yeah. Those, like, four-variety... I can't remember what they well, are. Well, they've got, like, double Big Mac now, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, like, the double barbecue, whatever. Like, and I was like, why are they bringing in new burgers if they can't yeah. pr- provide a vegetarian one? You know what they have brought back, though, that they do every Christmas, which I love? The cheese melts. Well, I think that's what they're called. With the spicy tomato oh, dip. Right. Mm. Mm. Apparently, it's a Beyond Meat. Oh, okay, that's good. They're good as well. We should probably acknowledge the fact that the the new season of The Crown comes out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Exciting times. I'm I'm literally so excited. Like, I'm just going to sort of, like, block out the whole day if it comes <laughs> out on Sunday morning. What this, I'm watching it with my family, so it would take us multiple days to watch it, okay. not just one day. So you can't spoil it, but we can talk about it okay. next week. Okay. But I know you're a lot more excited than I am. I am. And I, I'm excited, so I you're, like, mega. I've just got into it, haven't I? I think that's the thing. Like, you haven't mm-hmm. really seen it in a while, have you? Yeah, no, no. I can't even remember where the last one ended. Oh, it ended with him getting engaged, right? Charles getting engaged. To Camilla? No. Or no, he ended his relationship with Camilla. Yeah, yeah. I can't really remember now, to be honest. Oh, no, she got engaged. Camilla got engaged. Camilla got right? en- Camilla got married to... Is his name Andrew Parker Bowles? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. happened. And then, so obviously there's, this week on our TV, there's been a programme about Diana and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the infamous interview mm. after, well, just before she was going to divorce Charles, right? Mm-hmm. So that was interesting to watch. Because I obviously knew the interview I'd seen. I'd seen, the only clip I'd seen is when she was like, there are three people in our marriage. <laughs> um, That's a good impression. <laughs> there are three people in our marriage. <laughs> so it was a little crowded. Um, and then, but then it was interesting seeing like, it was like top secret. Mm-hmm. them getting the cameras into the palace like she was sent everyone home she was like oh you haven't seen your families in ages go home like i'll cook myself dinner she sent william and uh harry mm-hmm. to like their friends because it was on firework night or, or i think or was that when it was released anyway she sent them to like their friend's house mm-hmm. so there was literally no one else in the palace and then like she s- snuck this camera crew in and oh then had God. this top secret interview and then she was like, I'm going to tell Buckingham Palace that it's happening. And told them literally an hour before the BBC <gasps> announced it, like, nationally. Mm-hmm. And then it was, just, it was just kind of iconic. The end, they were like, I can't remember the exact quote, but at the end, they're like, why do you think they don't like you? Mm-hmm. And she was like, because strong women have always had to come across opposition like this. Oh, my God. But it won't stop me, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go quietly. I was like, oh... <gasps> We stand. Um, let's move on to the next section of the show, which is all about mental health and well-being. So, obviously, we it's been a week now since we went into second lockdown. Um, I mean, for me, I think this one, I'm finding it so much easier than the last one. Because I feel like this one... First of all, last like in March, we didn't have a clue what was going on, did we? Mm-hmm. We didn't even know what COVID was, like... It was we all... didn't know what lockdown was. No, we didn't know what lockdown was. We And I think then as well, like, I was thinking about it today. And we'd got, like, so many plans and stuff. And we were yeah. losing our university term. And everything, like, changed. But now we're mm-hmm. kind of used to things and sort of trying to, like, be hopeful about, like, day-to-day things. Do you know what I mean? I think. Anyway. Yeah. I think, like, now we've got a different sort of, like, attitude to things. And also because... Obviously, I don't know what's going to happen on the 2nd of December, but I feel like he's sort of said that it's going to be four weeks and you can... And last time we didn't know, it was just like, oh, it'll be 12 weeks and it was longer and then it was longer than that. Like, Yeah. I don't know. That's what I think. Yeah, because he, he didn't say, did he, we're going to reassess on the 2nd. He no. said it's going to end on the 2nd. Yeah, exactly. So if he changes his mind, I'm not going to be happy. Well, there's this thing they're doing for students about... The travel window, which I can't... I think it's, like, isn't it November 3rd? No, that's... It's December 2nd to December 9th, right? Yeah, because then 9th is two weeks until the 23rd of December. Right. So they're saying that then you'd be... Even if you caught it, you'd be safe by Mm -hmm. Christmas. Which I think is good. I think that was going to be a huge issue, right? Because even Mm -hmm. if he had said... um, like students can't go home mm-hmm. students would have gone home yeah so then they would have just had a fight on their hands well i don't think they quite realize the way that student living works people don't just move yeah. out of their houses and never go back like this whole term people have been going home uh-huh. people have been going home and coming back because 
it it's not like moving out for good and buying a house like yeah it you live in a box room and you have to share everything and it's been a stressful term people aren't just going to sit in their room the whole time like a lot of people mm. have been going home yeah exactly yeah i think this does i think the fact that we have a light at the end of the tunnel now mm-hmm. makes it so much easier it does like i feel so much more optimistic now than i did in like mid april yeah because I think mid-April was when it suddenly dawned on me. Because I, I, when it first... In March, when it was announced that we were going into this lockdown, I was like, you know, it was not going to be 12 weeks. Everyone on Twitter was like, you think we're going to be in for two weeks? We're going to be in for four months? Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. Like, And then mid-April, it kind of dawned on me, like, mm-hmm. this isn't going to end before J- July. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I was like this is this is awful i can't deal with this yeah but also people were talking about a second wave before the first wave was even over so it's like yeah what do you have to look forward to when people are already talking about more restrictions when the first restrictions haven't even ended that's what i found difficult as well that's true because i again was in denial i think sometimes i'm overly optimistic but it helps me at the time do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, there could be a second wave because my mum kept comparing it to the Spanish flu, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but there might not be. Like, look on the bright side, there may not be a mm-hmm. second wave. We may we might be fine by the end of the year. Yeah. But obviously then that didn't happen. But I feel like, I don't know, we just know what we're doing now. Yeah. And obviously I saw today that they're doing these, like, five-pound tests that are, like, instant pretty much all right and i'm I'm not really 100 percent sure and obviously they're doing this thing where like they're mass testing people in liverpool and then they're doing nottinghamshire they're going to do birmingham i think mm-hmm. and obviously that's like amazing the fact that anybody could just get a test well this is the thing that they're saying about tests like today i got like a like an update on my phone or whatever that new case numbers are now the highest they've been since the peak in the first lockdown but they're testing more people exactly mm-hmm. so they're like oh no it's as bad as the first one and i'm like it's not though because we have so much more of an idea of what's going yeah. on now right and they can treat it better as well yeah like the first exactly the first wave they would they wouldn't have been those tests wouldn't have been i don't think anywhere near representative no. of how bad it actually was no i think like i'm just gonna say i don't like the tories like I would never vote for them, but I do actually think this thing they're doing with students, if they pull it off, is good. Like, yeah, I think the fact that anybody can get a test to, and then to be able to go home, yeah, I think it's a great idea. And the fact, obviously, it's quite last minute, but universities should should be prepared for this anyway. I think, yeah, and they have the money, like, and they would save the to money. Test all their yeah, students. exactly. They have the money. Like Cambridge, I always say, but Cambridge, one like I know one of the colleges at Cambridge has tested every student every week since mm. the start of term. So you can't tell me that other universities don't have that money to do it once. And mm-hmm. I just think like it's a good idea to have it in a window. I mean, I did see someone on Twitter saying they tried to book a train home from Newcastle to London on the third, and they were already all sold out. Really, which obviously I think will be another issue if everybody's just you know that's the thing because they're not selling as many tickets because of distancing but then like because i saw as well they were on about i I think it was in maybe it was just warwick said it but they said about 
like organizing transport and i was like what are you gonna have a coach that's true is warwick just gonna send a coach down to surrey because that's where all the students live like (laughs) true i just think that's weird isn't it Mm. but yeah i don't know i think it's a good idea at least yeah and i do feel sorry for people in the government at the moment because could you i just can't imagine like i do it kind of makes me laugh i mean it's it's not funny it's like sad but i guess but boris thought he was going to come in right Mm -hmm. and brexit was going to be his legacy it's going to be a great 2020 (laughs) it's going to be great 2020 and then this happened and Mm -hmm. he had no idea i was like he no one would choose to be in power right now Mm -hmm. like as much as i don't think they've done a good job i think I do feel sorry for him. Yeah, I don't think anybody could have dealt with it, really. No. Exactly. Not unless you're going to, you know, take China's approach and just drag people away. Like, I don't see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I feel, I, don't, I feel like, I do feel just, like, so much more positive now. Because even, I feel like, so I'd say, like, the proper, proper lockdown sort of, like, faded out in, like, July, right? Mm-hmm. and then things sort of got a bit better and there was like less cases it got right down and then I felt like great and then from September to like November I felt or like the end of October it was just like anxiety inducing wasn't it because mm, it was like just slowly watching it rise yeah and knowing oh we're doing this and having to wait for the briefings we're doing this I think that was the worst because it's like they're not knowing what they're going to do and it's just getting worse and worse especially at universities we were really mm. lucky for I don't think because yeah. we didn't catch it for the whole of this we had, term. Yeah, we had one scare which was negative. Yeah, so I think we was, we were really uh, lucky. Because uh, <laughs> most people I know are the unis, and even at Warwick, like a lot of mm-hmm. people caught it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, my 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 boyfriend's flatmate got it, which meant that he had to isolate. Yeah. So he isolated for two weeks, was then free for a week, <laughs> and then we went into national lockdown. <laughs> But he's not had fun this past two he terms. Hasn't. He's been isolating most of it. But ha- hopefully, I, I don't think he's had it, has he, luckily? Well, I think maybe... Earlier on. Yeah, so he's he's fine because his other flatmate got tested after, like, during isolation. I'm not sure how that works exactly, but he he got a test. And it was negative, even though he's living in the same house as someone who has tested positive. It's crazy. It's just weird. And I don't... He didn't have any symptoms during the isolation like he was completely fine so i guess that would suggest that he's immune i guess yeah it's weird i think it'll take years for them to sort of have any research into like why certain people got it why certain people didn't like why because there's like cases of couples where like they've been together and only one of them's had it which i think is crazy yeah well, because yeah. I was worried about him getting it as well, because he's South Asian, which they're, like, more at risk, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, but then, he's fine, he's thriving. Yeah. So, it's just weird, it's just weird, all these all these statistics, but then, especially, that's, I think that's what was really hard at the beginning of the first lockdown, is yeah. it, was that new information was coming out, yeah. all, like, every day, and it was contradicting, contradicting previous research and stuff. Yeah. So you don't know where it stand. Does it stay on services? How long does it stay on services? Mm. Is it? Can you catch it by touch? Can you not? Like all this different stuff was coming out, and then they were like, "Oh, there's long COVID. There's this variation." It was all just so overwhelming. They didn't know anything, did they? And no, I think that's, that's what, what was made scary. it scary. Yeah. And because we, I do feel like 
with our mentality about everything has changed. Yeah. Because now I'm like, oh my god, like the thought that we might get a graduation is like really something to look forward to because of the vaccine and stuff. But yeah. in like March, if you told me that we wouldn't have got a graduation, I probably would have had a breakdown. Like with I know. because the thought of just everything collapsing, like us not getting a final year. But I think it's definitely put things into perspective a lot. I know. Yeah. And now, like, we're like, are we going to get a girls' holiday next year? Like... Ooh. That is optimistic. <laughs> it is. But you you can dream. You can dream. I mean, let's not book anything yet, but... No. <laughs> the vaccine stuff is, like, the best news that we've had in such a long time. And I know, mm-hmm. obviously, they're not sure yet. Like, they're still trying to make it sure it's, like, safe and weather. But yeah. it's just... The, the hope the hope exactly and because like other vaccine like companies i don't really know how it works but they can like copy the thing as well like i feel like it's just mm-hmm. I, the first good news really that we've had for covid this year mm. yeah it's also been you know fairly entertaining watching trump throw an absolute tantrum on twitter please like have please i want to see him be dragged out like i want them to have to drag him out of the white house like a baby the fact that joe was like we can remove trespassers i stop (laughs) incredible the thing i love the most is that joe's dogs are the first rescue dogs that are going to be in the white house oh yeah his his alsatians right Mm -hmm. the younger one who's like i love like Alsatians with like pure black fur I think they're so cute Aww. and that's basically what the younger one is I think so yeah we stand first dogs first dogs <laughs> but what a great week you know like that yeah. new I think that it is just like the end of 2020 is kind of making up for how bad the year has been imagine Hopefully, how yeah. great New Year's Eve is going to be this year I mean obviously we ain't doing anything we ain't going no. anywhere but just the thought of leaving 2020 behind is great I know, because every year, right, well, first of all, my, my mum's always like, oh no, another year's gone, <laughs> and I'm, for the far, past few years I've been sat there, like, this one's going to be better than, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, come on, like, the end of 2019, everyone was like, yeah, what a terrible decade, let's move it behind, <laughs> let's move on to bigger and better things, 2020 is our year, and then and COVID like, yeah, really be decade. like, COVID really be like, no, 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 <laughs> I know. Because I was like, this is the decade that everything's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. We could we could be, you know, married by the end of the decade, potentially. You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, like, everything mm-hmm. could could change. Um, so I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. And then uh, a month in, I was like, no, this is... <laughs> Even before COVID, like, as soon as Kobe uh-huh. died, I was like, that's it. The year's cancelled. That's it. And then it just got worse and worse. And I was like, how? How? Mm-hmm. But. 2021 2021 is our year i'm telling you yeah because it can't the thing is it could i mean i don't want to jinx it so 2021 could technically be worse right but we're prepared like yeah. it's not going to be a surprise but i it, think that's what was the worst thing as bad as now either like it's like what if there's more lockdowns yeah. it's just going to be what it like what it, it's just more like yeah exactly like it's not yeah we're not going to be like hit with the shock of another lockdown because we've already been through it I think in general, student mental health is a big issue mm-hmm. because 
like I've already said, like being stuck in a box room for people that have never been to university. I don't think, obviously, like every, everyone has mental health. Everyone can go through mental health problems, but there's mm-hmm. there's something about like being isolated in a university room and not having like having to like do everything for yourself, yeah. having to cook, having to wash, like everything. And university yeah. rooms are always small. Like, mm-hmm. and I think even in normal times, it's isolating to sort of be on your own and like just be completely on your own. Yeah, I think especially if you had gone from a big household, if if you had like six siblings or something, yeah. could you imagine? To then going going to living on your own. I actually watched a Jackie Ina video recently, mm-hmm. and she was talking about that. She she actually thrived. She loved it because mm. she has I think six or seven siblings. And she she had her, like, sister on the phone when she was talking. And she was, like, it was crazy leaving, like, a snack on the side, like a pack of biscuits or whatever on the side, and then coming back two hours later and they were still there. They hadn't been (laughs) eaten. So she loved it. But I feel like you could look at it that way. Yeah. Or if you're not feeling as good, then it's going to completely spiral in the opposite direction and it's going to feel really isolating. I can't imagine being a first year this year. The thought of not oh, yeah. being able... Because, first of all, there's the thing of, in first year, if they put you in a flat with people you don't get on with, then I can't imagine what that would be like. Yeah. Being stuck and not being able to have visitors or go and stay with other people, go to other flats. Yeah. And then there's the added thing this year of not being able to go home. Like... Yeah. Being a first year, going away, moving away from home for the first time. Obviously, great. If you get along with your flat, perfect. Like, I think we would have had an all right time because we just did stuff in our flat mainly anyway but it must be really hard yeah I can't imagine especially I feel like the fact like knowing that you can't go is yeah. like, makes it worse because first year I saw my family every three weeks yeah I think I probably that was that. like how we scheduled it I think as well just the, the stress of online uni this year is mm-hmm. ridiculous like they've just seemed to have piled it on more because we're doing that's it from the home. thing because Living on campus, right, because our uni is like a campus uni, not, mm-hmm. not like split up across the city or whatever. Um, it is, you're like in, I mean, bubble has like an actual like term now, but you, mm-hmm. you are like in your own little sphere of, yeah, like your own little environment, right? Because they have, we could walk to Tesco, there was a Tesco near us, or they had like a non-site little grocery mm-hmm. shop. So you literally never had, if you, unless you wanted to go to a club or you wanted to, sometimes we would go to Leamington to get, you know, go to a coffee shop or mm-hmm. something. But like, but obviously you can't really do that now. You, why would you go mm-hmm. to Leamington if, if you, everything's on campus? So like ev- everything is in that one little campus, but then it gives you kind of a break because, oh, you've got a 10 minute walk across mm. to your lecture hall and then you're going to sit and you're going to talk to someone in a lecture hall you're Mm -hmm. going to go to a seminar but then I can't imagine in our rooms in first year we didn't even share a toilet so if if we we all had like en suites Mm -hmm. right which great at the time but if we had been stuck in those rooms with one window Mm -hmm. you don't even see someone when you go to the toilet I don't it would have been awful yeah because I don't think we would have socialized as a flat because you go out you socialize you have a few drinks you you know what you yeah. call it you're, you're more relaxed so you talk more like I don't I think we would have we would have driven each other crazy as well yeah because 
like being stuck with each other for that and having especially if like we'd had to self-isolate also the thing of there was another flat that you had to walk through as to get to yeah so like there's the added risk of 15 more people having to walk through the flat to get to their flat Mm. and I just think it I don't think it would have been a good experience well also I think when we went to uni it was like you're probably not going to get on with your flat you're going to go to clubs, you're going to meet people. Mm-hmm. But this year, there's that pressure. You have to get on with your flat. Because yeah. you can't socialise with anyone else. So if you don't make friends with them, you, you, don't, you don't make friends. Yeah. I can't imagine that pressure. Also, we wouldn't have met our boyfriends and stuff. <laughs> no. No. But I do think, it. hopefully, they'll, the thing is, they'll at least, hopefully, have two normal years of uni. Yeah. At least, I think. I think... If everyone gets vaccinated, or students at least mm-hmm. get vaccinated before next, the start of next year, mm-hmm. I can't imagine how crazy freshers will be, I like know. freshers week, because it will be two years having a yeah. freshers week at the same time. It will be mad. Yeah. I want to be there. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be too old, bro. If I do a master's, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm a fresher. <laughs> yeah, everyone thinks I look 16 anyway, so yeah, I'll be like, eh. get away with it. <laughs> I think there are things you can do in student rooms to like make your well-being better though so make sure you don't keep your curtains closed is one of them that's a huge thing for me yeah because it make that makes you feel more isolated I'm one of those people that has to have like sunlight or I get really yeah. like seasonally depressed yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 um and also our house this year the windows are so dirty that you can't see out of them and they're like frosted anyway so they're you frosted. can't see outside which is worse because you feel literally like cut off from the world yeah and our house is set back so we can't yeah. even look open the door and see the street yeah it's like a wall and then the only windows that aren't frosted the view is a roof mm-hmm. the roof of the next house so that would have been awful being mm-hmm. stuck in there um other thing i think having nice lighting so on tiktok again talking about tiktok they have people have these like led strips which i think would be cute in like especially in halls in first year or having like a himalayan salt lamp or fairy lights Mm. and stuff just having like nice lighting so it feels cozy rather than the industrial like accommodation lights that you tend to get yeah because yeah because in first year i didn't have like a side light Mm. or anything so then it was literally either artificial light or pitch black Mm -hmm. which is like not fun Mm. especially because when i'm like chilling like winding down like on my phone or whatever before bed i don't want to be sat in bright light and i don't want to be sat in pitch black yeah so it's nice to have a little side little night light i like (laughs) i love a night light you know i do i love a night light well i think eating eating well so like i think yeah that is true obviously like eat what you want like don't make yourself feel guilty because i think that's a big thing with lockdown like if you, yeah. if it makes you happy to have a pizza just have a pizza like don't be hard on yourself and feel like you have to get mm-hmm. fit and do all these stupid diets like just eat whatever you want and whatever makes you feel good and i think like in student shared student accommodation it can be difficult to eat well because first of all you might not want to go to the kitchen Mm -hmm. um 
and then it's just it is difficult cooking for yourself especially in first year when you're first getting used to it but just try and like mm-hmm. buy some fruit and veg just have some fruit and veg every now and then because it does make you feel a little bit better yeah definitely yeah so it's worth mentioning that all unis have well-being services mm-hmm. well even if you're not a student like there's nhs mental health stuff yeah what's that app that you told me to download yeah oh i haven't got my phone it's called i've got i've got it my possible self my possible self so the nhs has like loads of websites about mental health apps and i thought i'd give that one a go and it's i've actually been used it's the only one i've like, literally stuck to so they have really? like, it's free um and then you can like track your mood so you can just put in like there's all emojis you don't have to write anything if you don't want and then it sort of gives you an idea of what might be causing your bad mood or like mm-hmm. you not to feel too great because it, it asks you what you're doing when you feel like this and stuff and then it has um like modules but they're not like they're just like things you do like take like five, two literally two five minutes like and then so there's all different ones there's like ones about well-being worry worrying about things like um stress literally Mm. loads of different things and it just gets you to do like an activity before you can do the next session so Mm. what's the the one that i was doing was the improving mood i think and Mm. like happiness or something and before you could do the next section you had to like list five things you were grateful for that day okay yeah so it's like easy things like nothing difficult but yeah I i feel like even something like that the nhs yeah. websites are really helpful also it's just like something to do isn't yeah. it in lockdown just keep yourself in check like something daily because that that is an issue i think just everything's so monoton- monotonous mm-hmm. i can't say that word but you know what i'm trying yeah. to say it all just rolls into one so it's it's good to have something to like separate the days or whatever mm-hmm. but that's actually in one of my lectures right a lot of therapies and stuff focus on self-esteem right so there's like the hierarchy of needs mm. which is i can't remember Ollie's i don't know if i've told like... me about this before <laughs> it's like i can't remember who it's by but it's it's basically saying that there are certain needs you need to fulfill before yeah. you can self-actualize which is like when you become your ideal self which is a bit like my possible self ideal self that's what they're going oh, for right oh okay yeah so like the first one is like shelter mm-hmm. and stuff like that then it's like safety and security so like do you feel safe in your environment um and it gets more like there's like five different steps i think and then the top is self actualization Mm. which is when you're like comfortable with yourself so it's all very focused on self-esteem and like improving your Mm self-esteem um and they're saying that everything kind of like hangs on this um because if you have well, it's it's all like you have to you can't set too many like expectations for yourself because then you create an ideal self that is unachievable, okay. and then it lowers your self esteem because you're punishing yourself for not being this unrealistic ideal. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And there's like this bigger gap between your actual and ideal self. So there's it's th- like I can't remember which kind of therapy, but it helps you move towards this more realistic ideal self. But my lecturer she was like i prefer self-compassion 
right? So she's like, don't worry about your self-esteem. You don't have to feel good about yourself mm-hmm. in order to have positive a positive mind state and to look after yourself. Mm-hmm. You just have to be kind to yourself. Um, so if people focus on self-compassion rather than self-esteem... Um, it was just it was just a better outcome. They less narcissistic apparently. <laughs> like because if you focus on self esteem and you your whole thing is getting the best self esteem you can, then you could become narcissistic. Mm-hmm. But if you just focusing on being compassionate to yourself, then you're gonna have all the advantages without any of these disadvantages. Basically, is what she was saying. So there's a bit of psychology to like back it up. Just be compassionate to yourself. Don't worry about mm-hmm. if you've got low self esteem. That's fine. Just be kind to yourself. Yeah. That's just it was a most... very wholesome lecture. That sounds good. I think that's the most important thing with this lockdown, isn't it? It's just like, don't beat yeah. yourself up. If you're not doing a workout every morning, if you're not getting so much work done, it's fine. Like, just be easy on yourself mm-hmm. because it's a difficult time. Mm-hmm. Like, last week, we both had a bit of a bad week, right? Mm-hmm. So, I missed all of my seminars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm so behind. Like, oh my goodness, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. And it, because I, because the thing is, I forget stuff easily. So I've started making a to-do list mm-hmm. on my little virtual stickers, sticky notes. Love them. Love them. Because I actually saw you writing on a virtual sticky note and I was like, I should do that. Yeah, I, I literally live for them. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm like um, making a point to myself of if I don't get the points done, I just move it to a different day. Yeah. Because I'm like... Yes, I missed my seminars, but there was a reason I did that because mm-hmm. I couldn't do it that day. Mm-hmm. So it's fine if I it's fine if I just skip a seminar. Because also in real life, when we were actually going to seminars, sometimes something would happen and you wouldn't go. Yeah, like I wouldn't go to seminars regularly. Yeah, <laughs> and I wouldn't beat myself up over it. But just because it's online and it pops up on your computer. You know, it's no different. You yeah. can still miss stuff. Stuff still happens. Like, it's okay. That's I don't do daily to-do lists anymore because it stresses me out, like, not completing everything on the list. Mm. And having the list there, like, I'd always, like, never be able to complete it. And then I'd be like, well, I'm never going to be able to complete this. What's the point in starting it? Right. I do have a suggestion, actually. So I downloaded oh, really? this. I think it's an app on Mac. It's called Notion. I have no shit. Do you? I, li- I, I never got to grips with it, though. I'm obsessed with it. Really? Yeah, so I have, like, different sections for each module, and then I also have, like, an articles one for the articles I need to write, a podcast one for stuff to do for the podcast, and then, like, an applications one. And this is, like, I like the fact that it's you literally, like, do what you want with it. So I did it, like, with... I literally put everything I need to do for the whole term in the modules and then split them by week and then for reading week I literally split like I've got two essays I need to do um, and I split like the reading based on like each book or whatever and I just mm. like the fact that it's so manageable so like even if I've taken like half an hour to do a reading I can cross it off because I've done it rather than just having on my to-do list essay reading which I'm never going to f- complete all of it in that day yeah that's a good idea I actually have something similar it's called Evernote and the little mm. The little logo is like a little elephant. Mm-hmm. And I think it's similar to Notion, but is Notion only Mac? Because I th- I was using that. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe because I'm on Windows now, 
I've got Evernote instead. Yeah. But you can, like, clip stuff from the internet. So if there's, like, a definition, you can clip it and it, like, saves into your notes. Or you can, like, take a screenshot of something. So I've been taking screenshots. Because one of my lecturers, he... you Like, I download the slides, but then he draws on them. So then I take a screenshot of what he's drawn oh, and then put it in my notes. That's cool. So, and then I have a, I have a whole system. Mm-hmm. I'm very organised with my notes specifically. Nothing else in my notes is organised, <laughs> but this is... So I'll be writing, I'll be like writing my notes and then I'll put like a little E and then that's a signal to then go and look at my virtual notes oh, and then there'll be a screenshot. That's so organised, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> taken me a long time to get to this point. Mm-hmm. First year I was not organised at all. It was just like a few a few words on a page and then I was like, eh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, so obviously we mentioned about November earlier. We'll leave the like, the donation links in our descriptions and stuff I think it is so important because men don't talk about mental health enough and there is still like Mm -hmm. we had an article for the Ball Lifestyle about November and the writer sort of said like there's still the pressure even though toxic masculinity has been sort of like broken down a lot over the past few years there's still the pressure on men to like be manly and not talk about mental health not to get upset and stuff yeah I've definitely, like, I've spoken to people who are like, I, do, I don't talk to my mates about that. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't, we just don't really talk mm-hmm. about things like that. Like, it's just a bit soppy. Or, like, when someone does talk about it, it's kind of like they talk about it in a jokey way. They're like, oh, ha, 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 like, can't cope with that. But then, actually, they probably do mean it, mm-hmm. you know? I feel really bad for boys, because, for men, mm-hmm. because, like, we talk about mental health quite a lot. don't we like me and Alex I feel like it's it must be difficult not to be able to or like feel like too awkward to talk about that with your friends well that's the thing even like if I have I don't even know say I've had an argument with my boyfriend right Mm -hmm. I'll come to you I'll be like this has happened blah 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 I'll vent I'll get it out I'm good yeah whereas he won't go to his mates and be like oh she's done this blah 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 because they just don't talk about their like girlfriends so then it builds off yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, I tell Lucy everything. Just tell him <laughs> something. Just, just tell him some. Just one thing. Just tell him. Mm. Tell him how annoying I am. <laughs> Please tell him how annoying I am. But yeah. So like, go over to our Instagram, watch the videos. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we don't understand what it's like for men not to be able to talk about mental health, but read all the resources surrounding Movember, and we'll leave a load of like mm. links to places that you can look for mental health support as well. Yeah. So, what are your final recommendations, Lucy? Um, obviously, The Crown. I'm not going to talk mm. about it again because everyone's sick of us talking about The Crown on this podcast. We've mentioned it literally every time <laughs> for the past four weeks. But yeah, watch it on new season when it comes out. And then mm-hmm. they've put all the Indiana Jones films on Amazon Prime. I guess I don't have an excuse. No, anymore. you don't. Okay, I'll watch one this week okay. and I'll report back. So, you need the first one's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. But it's not... It's Which one's your fave? The Last Crusade. Okay. Okay. You can't... You don't I'll have watch to the watch them in order, but... I'll watch them. Yeah. Watch so, would recommend. And then, also Dash and Lily, the wholesome Christmas programme that I said about earlier. Mm-hmm. And then, I've started Dolly Alderton, who we've talked about a lot on him for. Her mm. book, Ghost, which I got from Watson a few weeks ago. And it's real good. Classic Dolly. And then, also bit of an oddball suggestion but I've really become obsessed with like 
dark academia productivity tiktok would you like to expand a bit are you familiar I am with dark academia no it's like an aesthetic so it's like i don't know wow. emo students yeah it's like i mean you, no i thought i was joking I, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's kind of like oxford and cambridge vibes which obviously we don't go to oxford and cambridge but it's like candles and it's not anything i do i'm scared of lighting candles because i'm scared of like starting a fire but anyway mm. but it's like oh like fountain pens coffee like yeah it's like i love it and i do love product oh, like, what like calligraphy and stuff yeah and it, it's just like and like suits and gingham and glasses right and windows windows <laughs> and books i think i you to be fair i know what you're talking about now you, yeah. you describe that well thank you but i'm not sure i'm gonna check that out no I but d- you guys should yeah, yeah. You guys should. <laughs> after you check out us on tiktok at unfiltered 20s yeah, podcast of course. <laughs> unfortunately we're not quite dark academia yet but Mm-mm. what about you what are your recommendations well, I'm still I'm still recovering from the incredible experience that was the Grinch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's I think the thing is I I find that so funny that like like childish kind of comedy, mm. you know, because I feel I don't know all the like new animated Doctor Sue stuff is all the same, and I love that kind of comedy. It's the same as like Over the Hedge if you've seen that. Yeah, yeah. It's similar. Like Surfs Up. You know what? I'll change it. My recommendation is Surf's Up, <laughs> the film about surfing penguins. It's one of the best films ever made. I love it. It's made, it's really clever because it's animated, but it's like a documentary. Okay. So they had this like tracking thing on the cameras. Like the behind the scenes is really interesting. Yeah. And they animated it, but then they had this like literally guy walking with a camera which then tracked onto the animation, so then the animation shook in the same way as someone walking. Oh my walking. god, that's so, so cool. So it was realistic. Yeah, so it's 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 like a normal film, but then randomly they're like, oh, but this is still a documentary. And there's also a surfing chicken. Wow. And they make jokes about... I won't spoil it, because that's one of the best jokes about <laughs> the chicken. About the chicken's dad, you know if you know. <laughs> but that's... I love that film. I'm still trying to convince my boyfriend to watch it, because he refuses. Mm-hmm. Because it's a hard sell, I think, surfing penguins. <laughs> but it's great. And it's... Um, what's his face? Is is the main penguin. Um, Are you going to say David Trimmer? No, 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 no. What's he in? He's in Smile. And no, he's in um, He's Madagascar. the giraffe, yeah. yeah. Shia LaBeouf is no. the main penguin. No, yeah. Yeah. I literally, one day when I was watching it, the credits roll up and I'm like, Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> Oh, and Zoe Des- Deschanel. Des- Deschanel. My brain could not read that. <laughs> I was like, no, I can't get that. She's like the love interest. Interesting. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to hear us talk. Remember, if you'd like to come on in the future or to talk about anything, um, we'd love to hear from you, get in touch with us. Um, also, make sure you follow us on all social media accounts and all links for mental health related stuff. Everything's in the description, so. Bye. Bye.